Oh, good. All right. Thanks, Sam That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go alphabetical, Christopher. Oh. I was going to say Connor, but then I realized that you're actually before Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, my character, uh, their name is Divika. They use they, them pronouns. Uh, they, um, are about five foot seven, kind of medium built, uh, painfully young, 25 years old, uh, which makes me sad that I also now think that 25 years old is painfully young. Um, I mean, <laughs> I agree. my back did uh, not hurt when I was 25 years old. <laughs> it definitely. My back hurt then, but it hurts worse now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they are dressed kind of um, modestly. They have a holy symbol of Hyrium uh, prominently displayed around their neck. Uh, kind of tan skin, purple hair, green eyes. Um, uh, and they are just very kind of um, outgoing and uh, kind of have a friendly face. How do you spell your character name? D-A-I-V-I-K-A. Uh, and they go by die for short, D-A-I. Connor? So I was taking notes. Um, I am going to be Zook. Uh, Zook is a he, him. He's a young Aarakocra who's just what you would consider adulthood in their age, which I no longer remember because that was a year ago. I think like 14 in human years, but um, he's very upbeat, energetic. Uh, he's mostly dark green, but he's got plumes of golden and orange feathers. He's from a semi-nomadic forest tribe, but he's seen some of the darker sides of society. And now he's just a relatively comfortable life. He mostly travels and uh, he's a cartographer. So he travels around finding stuff and drawing maps of what he sees. Uh, you guys, give me one second. All right, I sent the Zook artwork that we had done. Oh, nice. In the chat. Um, Kate, do you want to go? Sure. Uh, so, my character is Hardy Toffus, uh, she, her. She is a forest gnome. Um, she is sh short, even kind of by gnomish standards, um, standing at just over three feet tall, but she's stacked um, because she has really spent most of her years sort of like toughened by working outdoors and demanding work at that as a ranger within her um, community. And she spent a lot of time as a hunter for her clan. Uh, she has very long uh, nut brown hair, but along the right side of her head, it's shaved down because there is a really jagged scar that runs from the outer corner of her eye and arcs down her neck. Um, she has a red-tailed hawk uh, for a companion named Osgood. Uh, who has mottled brown feathers and a fan of really deep russet tail feathers. Hardy, I would describe as being a pragmatist uh, by nature, so she can sometimes come across more serious. Um, her life has been 
pretty normal up until her decision to leave home. Could you spell your character's name? Sure. Uh, her name is spelled H-A-R-D-I-E, Hardy. Hey, Amanda, can you send Hardy's picture in Messenger? The, uh, oh, yes. Zoom is not letting me download that one in particular. <laughs> I can't see any I'll put them on Messenger. Also, that Birdman, uh, Zook's picture is really pretty. That's the feather work on that's gorgeous. It's uh, Bethany, of course. Of course. Cool. Uh, is it my turn, right? Yes. Let's see. Okay. So I am a thief. Uh, kind of living in the city. I escaped a slave's guild. Uh, and kind of looked in the capital ever since. So I am a. I stand about eight feet tall, a little bit scrawny, and I weigh 220 pounds, which is a little bit lighter side of a, a fur bog. I have uh, brown hair and a short brown beard with uh, blue slash gray skin. I have silver eyes and pretty young, uh, 21 years of age. I think uh, for bugs, uh, grew up to be about 400 years old, so in the beginning of my life. Uh, I wear a signature long purple scarf that's wrapped around my neck and uh, generally wear tattered clothing in the streets. Uh, and I Swindle tourists for the most part <clears throat> and get by. Uh, that's about it. Cool. All right. Um, do you want me to reread some of the background stuff just for everyone? That'd be good. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Take us there. All right. So it's been 6,000 years since the five great gods came together to create the world and its five continents. Uh, Bellamy, the incandescent queen, created Igneous, the largest of the continents. Esther, the effervescent, her equally volatile sister, brought forth the land of Galarix to the east. The others, always cheerful to acquiesce to the pair, created lands where they could find space. Ideo formed Venris to the south, with Myrna and Hyria placing Galsim. Glossim and Okarath to the far west. Okarath, specifically the nation of Ravon, is where we are staging our story. Uh, throughout the world, holy and natural matches flow freely, but the arcane gift is rare and outside of a few strongholds, often met with fear and distress. Holy magic flows the strongest, bolted by the ardent worship of the five throughout nearly the entire continent. Uh, Rasavo is considered the cradle of civilization, the point where Hiram's first people walk from the water later to spread across the continent. Uh, with its place in history, Ravon enjoys an elevated status among the countries of Lokarath. It remains neutral in the wars between Duris, Tofra, Gildenherd, and Talresh to the east. Uh, it enjoys prolific trade with the island nation of Kaskawa and the small kingdom of Azrin. But other countries, though, Ravon here is little from Vastern and Kamar, the Elven Empire. Uh, the res 
Ravon has a tropical climate, at least away from the mountains. On the coast, the economy is bolstered by fishing and trade. Further inland, most of it's farming and ranching. So find the rest of the continent with tropical fruits, eucalyptus, uh, fine wines, and cacao. So we are starting off in the capital city of Rossavo. Um, you guys want to see my Rossavo mood board, which is just a Google Doc. No, I do. <laughs> Absolutely. Is that the top? The start? Uh, mood board. And you get the, let me see, uh, link, copy link. I will have non-spoiler, uh, non-spoiler mood board stuff in here. So you guys can save that link. If you would like, I sent it via the messenger. Oh, it says I need access. Giving everyone access. <laughs> Anyone with the link, copy link. Try, try this again. There we go. Ooh, lovely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I need to. I need to steal this idea and use it in my own campaign. <laughs> mood board. Mood board. I, I stole it from my yeah. friends. So. <laughs> Very good. I'm like yes, mood boards. Um. <coughs> All right, and then unless there's any questions, we can dive in. Let's go. Let's That's what go. teens say. <laughs> That's what I heard too. I thought they just yelled <laughs> things like "shree." And they're always changing it up. Well, the moment that's the thing, the moment that you know what it is, it's too late. It's already, don't say it, it's too late. <laughs> if you found out about it, it's too late. Yeah. Um, it says you guys have of access. I'm assuming if you hit the second link, you can do it, but I'm just giving yeah. you access yeah. anyway. Okay, cool. All right, so we open in the docks of Recevo. Um, there are a huge amount of docks in this little inlet um, at the north coast of the city. Uh, and to the right and the left of the docks are actually built up platforms that allow for docking for dirigibles. Uh, those mostly go to and from the island nation of Kasawa. I think that's what I called it. I don't remember where all the towels are. Let me pull this up again. That's not the right one. is Kaskawa, yeah. Um, and into the scene from off, off frame, limps in a boat uh, on the side is its name. It says, named the Good Intent, and it looks a little worse for wear as it comes into uh, harbor and docks, and on its um, on its bow stands a air cochra guy and a gnome woman. 
Zook and Hardy, what are you guys doing? Um. <laughs> oh, wait, I should probably say, um, you guys left Terramort. I give the background to everyone. They left this town called Terramort. Uh, while they were there, they had, uh, so teenagers were disappearing and they tracked them down and they were in uh, these caverns where there was a culty ritual going on that seemingly was sapping them of their life energy. Um, but they seemed real into it. Yeah, super into it. Uh, sapping them of their life energy. Um, and there they met with uh, Phineas, who was a cleric of Hyrium, and he suggested that they go and seek out his sibling, Anastas, who is a professor in the university in um, Rasabo in order to figure out what the hell is going on. And now you're on a boat. That was a very good recap. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shame we lost our friends along the way here. Uh, also, this did, will be fun doing this again because I almost forgot my did voice. Did they mysteriously fall overboard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened to them, guy? Uh, we ran into a plague ship and um, they're both healers and in particular, our friend... Um, those characters' name. Pen is very uh, adamant about helping those stricken by sickness. So they both stayed as one was a cleric of Helium and the other thought he was just a healer. Help, just a help in hand. <laughs> just a help in hand. Um, I feel like Hardy probably had a difficult crossing. She's never been on a boat before. Uh, so probably a little green around the gills and is relieved to see land and is probably making her way too sweet to get off the boat. Yes, yeah, so. is probably also slightly annoyed by the fact that while she was getting seasick, anytime Zook was uh, around, he was just flying around the boat, making a bunch of commotion, causing problems. <laughs> this all tracks. <laughs> um, so as the boat pulls, pulls in, uh, the ship, Seamen are um, doing ropes overboard, tying up, pulling through. Uh, it takes just a few minutes for the gangplank to be lowered from the boat. From the boat? How do gangplanks work? From the boat to the dock. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you are free to go. Because you have paid in advance. Because I won't make you pay for a boat ride <laughs> at the beginning of the game that I put you on. <laughs> oh, that boat ride was 646 gold. Yes, uh, I pay this out of pocket. Highway <laughs> robbery. Um, well, Zook, I think that we need to get our bearings here. Have you ever been to the capital city before? I. I really haven't seen much of this part of the world. I've been here a time or two. I've done some work with the local adventuring guild and um, yeah, just I've been doing a lot of traveling, you know, I fly, I get around pretty fast. 
Um, we could probably check in at the local Ventures Guild and maybe check it in, see if we can get settled and then uh, look for that, that school so we could talk to that guy. Yes. Uh, I think that that's, that's great that you have connections here. I'm, that's a relief. Also, thank you for not uh, leaving me. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a few hours um, before dark. Sun's beginning to set, but you still have a decent amount of time before um, the end of the day. Uh, Zook, you know, and you explained to Hardy um, that the city's a pretty sprawling city. There are several districts. Uh, University District, where you are right now, is the Dock District. Um, there's Noble District. There's, you know, the typical things. But the most, um, the most obvious landmark in Rossovo is in the center of the city, and like um, the streets are paved around it is a tall spire made of obsidian that inside it hosts the uh, government. And it's a constitutional monarchy, so they have representatives. Uh, that's where the diet meets. And you don't want to look into it when the sun's reflecting off of it because it hurts your eyes. Uh, I, I think Hardy is like full on tourist mode just like staring at everything also while simultaneously trying to keep up with zook yeah zook has in no of idea about speed so he's yeah. just like walk in and he's a monk so he's extra fast he's just <laughs> what's okay because he often stops to like talk because he has to like point to everything he's referring to and like flap his arms around you know mm-hmm. Uh, Zook, you know that um, the adventurers, there isn't really like a centralized guild, uh, so there isn't like a guild building, but the most friendly towards adventurers of the inns and taverns, uh, there's a lower cost one uh, called the Hidden Goat and a more expensive one called the Brass Goat. You said Hidden Goat? Yes. And Brass... Ingot. Well, I'm partial to uh, an inn called the Hidden Goat. It's pretty friendly towards, you know, the traveling sort. And uh, I'm not going to lie, that was a test and you passed it. If you hadn't picked that, I don't think I'd been like, oh man, I got all these complications coming up. I don't think I can game anymore on Fridays. (laughs) (laughs) Something came up. I, uh, I trust. I, I trust your judgment, Zook. Uh, I lead the way. I will do that. <laughs> yeah, so it's about an hour's walk through the city. Um, the quickest passage is through one of the larger marketplaces, um, or you can kind of go around and take the big loop in the middle of the city in order to get there. Probably do, I know, do I know their opinion on flight in the city? I mean, you can fly. And Hardy's a small character, right? Yes. 
So what I, how fast could I get us there, potentially, if we're trying to get there? Or are we trying to tourist our way there? So I could get us there probably pretty fast, but if you want a tourist walk, we could see the sights, and I could maybe point out that big obsidian guy. We could see it from another angle. Just careful. Sun's starting to go down, so you don't want to catch the wrong side. Mm. Well, I appreciate that. Um, do, do you think that it's it's best that we get there quick? I would certainly love to see some of the city, but that can that can always wait till tomorrow so we have time to get settled in. Well, I just uh, don't know when they're going to serve dinner. Yeah, well, uh, we can we can go ahead and make our way there then. Uh, you can give me the, the whistle stop tour. <laughs> so is there kind of like shifts from like walking tour guide to like bus tour guide? It's like, this is this. And so t- if we go on tomorrow, <laughs> we you, can see this. If you look off to your left. <laughs> <laughs> you look off to your left between those two buildings, you can kind of see. <laughs> Inside this building, there's a lot of great art. We can't see it from out here, but inside there, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so you guys make your way through. You, you show some um, mostly places that you visited before, like good restaurants, uh, places that are akin to art that are good for staying around and meeting people. Um, there's a museum of maps that you particularly enjoyed. Um, and then you guys find yourself traveling through the marketplace. So in the marketplace, you have, um, this is the biggest one. It's where most of the people, or most of the ships bringing in wares that are not going to a specific business, uh, sell what they brought in. You see, uh, things from all over the continents, um, and like some of the best, uh, examples of arts and food from, uh, Ravon as well. Um, and you guys make your way through. Uh, let me check something real quick. I should have checked this before. Uh, Zook, what's your passive perception? 13. 13. Uh, Hardy, as you guys are going through the um, the marketplace, you see uh, what looks like a kind of like a capuchin monkey um, standing on the side of a stall and reach over and snag what looks like somebody's coin purse from their belt. Person doesn't notice and the monkey uh, takes off running towards you and past you. Damn, that monkey was cool as heck. Did you see that? <laughs> what? That monkey that was quick. Do I see the monkey now? Mm-hmm. Do I recognize the monkey? It's the monkey. Have, have me and this monkey met before? Have me and this monkey met before? <laughs> you have not met this monkey. Well, what was the little rascal up to? Uh, I mean, it, it fully swiped someone's coin. It was wild. What we should we should we should catch him and teach him that crime is bad. <laughs> take this monkey to the school of hard knocks. Yeah, right, bud. If you want to try and catch him, I take off after the monkey. All right. Um, 
What's your movement speed again? 65 feet. <laughs> 65 feet. Let me see the monkey's movement. 40 feet. 40 feet. Yes. Um, so if you guys are going full speed, there is a point at which you will overtake the monkey that I do not want to do the math for. I can also dash <laughs> as an action, and then I can bonus action step of the wind and dash again. So I catch him in like three seconds if it's just speed. <laughs> All right, uh, the monkey had kind of run forward and started turning down alleyway, and you chase after him and grab him uh, just before he's about to scale over like a makeshift fence that was built and be um, halfway into halfway through the alley. So I scoop him up. I go, "Hey, fella, can't be taking people's coin. They work real hard for that." I'm like holding on, like looking him in the face. <laughs> I would like to say first, the first thing that you notice is that monkey, my monkey has bright blue balls. <laughs> the so, first thing you notice. The, All right. Now the, now the first. <laughs> so Those are some awfully like blue balls right you have here. there. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like you're startled. <laughs> you, Connor, uh, do a dexterity save. See if the monkey's balls startle you enough that you drop them. <laughs> Zuka's dexterous as hell, but I, I, I want this to happen. 18? <laughs> yes, to save from balls. Yeah, I, you save. That's, that's plenty to save. Okay. Um, I will drop out of. Uh, my wild shape into my form. So I'm just standing there holding the furball under his armpits. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Now your arms are up in the air and you're just like almost like in a hug position. And I'll kind of look at him sideways and be like, Zook, is that you? (laughs) I want Hardy to roll up now. Hardy rolls up now. (laughs) She she wasn't there for the monkey part, but she was there for this. So Zook Hardy, you turn around the corner and you find uh, Zook in uh, loving embrace with this giant furbolg. Zook looks up and goes, hey, Deck! And he kind of like, instead of like, because his hands are already under his arms, he like slides in and gives him a hug. He's like, hey man, how you been doing? Oh, you know, just making a living out here in the capital. Just uh, got dinner right here in my hand and I'll jingle the, the little coin pouch. I trust you, Dak. That guy must have been bad. You probably, that's why he took his money. Maybe. <laughs> he just looked rich. We'll, we'll never know. He so, you know, like he he's got uh, enough. Spare the money. And he did. He, he was definitely well-dressed. Um, you don't think it's his life savings on his hip. It's probably like some weekly shopping money. Maybe he's cheating himself. Well, uh, me and Zook would probably catch up a little bit, try to figure out, hey, when did you get free? Where have you been? And I kind of just well, you save that for when you guys get to the tavern. Okay. And then we'll actually have the conversation as we'll play it out. Like, okay, well, uh, since I haven't seen you forever, Zook, and this is your friend here. Oh, yeah, this is Hardy. Hardy, this is oh. Jack. Nice to meet you, Hardy. Well, Good, good to meet uh, you I as well. dinner if you guys like. I, li- I, I like that the best. 
Sounds good. My treat. Excellent. All right. So uh, you guys follow Zook on his recommendation to continue towards the hidden goat. Um, when you get there, it's, you know, your typical middle run uh, in establishment. It's like fantasy equivalent of the nicer best westerns. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got a pool but there's no water in it <laughs> yes exactly. um behind the bar is a half elf gentleman probably about a couple years wait who's he's 23 so a couple years older than that right yeah i'm 41 so. yeah and older i think than all of you except for die who is not there yet um, he's got long curly blonde hair, um, sort of the straddles of a short beard. He's trying to grow facial hair, but his half open heritage isn't really letting it happen that well. Um, he's just standing there behind the uh, counter, cleaning some uh, cleaning some steins and some mugs as you guys walk in. Hey, uh, what can I do for you? Here for dinner or are you here for a room? Uh, I'll be asking. Uh, you can just ask. Party. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, are you just guys visiting in town here or uh, what are you guys stopping by here in the capital? I mean, oh. yeah, I, th I think that we have a, a need for rooms uh, while we get acquainted with the city, certainly. Cool. Then uh, I'll talk to the barkeep and be like, yeah, we'll be uh, looking for dinner, drinks, and a uh, place to stay. Uh, one room? Three rooms? Two hey, rooms? Jack, you, you want to split a room? We could uh, reminisce about all times. Yeah, that sounds good. So, we have room that would fit four. You three can have it. Well, not have it. You'd have to pay us for it, but well, okay. it's open. Party, if you're up for hanging out with the boys. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fine. Uh, that sounds economical. There's a private bath off the side of it. It's, it's pretty nice. Um, yeah, so that would be uh, what some moderates housing. I should have grabbed my DM guide. I did not do that. Moderate housing. Now I'm just getting real people. You want to just say that my coin pouch that I stole covers everything? Yeah, it'll cover. <laughs> it'll cover your room. Perfect. And dinner and drinks, and you have three gold <laughs> left over. Uh, so you guys pay for the room. Um, he gives you whatever you will want to order to drink, um, and sort of directs you. To where there one. is a continental dinner buffet in the quarter. Would you roll a natural one for? So you said we had drinks. I rolled a natural one on my constitution. <laughs> okay. Uh, Zook gets shit-faced really fast. <laughs> Zook is wasted. Uh, and very honest about any questions that you want to ask him. Zook is already pretty honest, though. Yeah, <laughs> Some things great. never change. <laughs> I'll just be asking like how Zook and Party met up and then how 
what has he been doing since he escaped from the slavers? Okay. Um, I don't know who wants to know who's the party. Well, you just ask them the question and they'll just play it out. Okay. So, uh, Zoop, you know, how did you uh, escape from the slavers? Oh, well. Hardy, this so is much, news to you. Didn't so much escape from the slavers, but I ended up uh, living in some uh, gladiatorial pits for a while and hanging out, you know. Got pretty good with this old sword of mine, and uh, eventually there was a riot among the gladiators, and, well, not everyone escaped, but I can fly, and that's that's pretty huge in escaping. Yeah, definitely. Uh, how did you and Hardy meet? Well, uh, you know me, I'm always looking for work. Anyone who needs help, I'm always willing to swing my sword. So there were some like monsters, and there was this caravan, and we were trying to help out the caravan and travel, and uh, we all came together, and it's pretty much... There's a couple more of us, uh, they were some healers. They're really nice folk, you would have liked them, but they, uh, they were so nice that they had to stick around and help some people. Okay, very cool. Yeah, it was a, a fortune, I suppose, in the sense that we all kind of were traveling on this caravan together. But we've come into some information. During our journeys, we encountered a strange cult. And we're looking for answers as to what's going on. Uh, so we're looking for a man named Anastas here. Uh, so we know that he's located. Being in the capital for so long? No, probably not. Okay. Nope. I don't see any reason why you two would have met at any point. What was your sure of like he was a famous person and like being on the street, you hear rumors, you know, um, just uh, hear when people do bad things. Right so okay. Well, uh, yeah, hard to know. Name doesn't ring a bell at all. You know your way around the district, so right? Have you been about the school at all? Yeah, been uh, know all the good spots around uh, the district. At least I feel like that, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you could become that little monkey, I could figure me and you can get into about anywhere. Yeah, definitely easy for me. Well, if you're a monkey, I could just jump on my back and, like I said, flying is huge. Yeah. <laughs> flying does tend to ruin some of my plans for you guys. Yeah, how does it feel, Amanda? How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> I, I set up this one time this, like, nice bridge puzzle, and he just flew everyone across. Just flew across. It was the first time we played, and I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> you know, and she was like, there's horses, though. I was like, okay, we have, like, 500 feet of rope. I fly back and forth with lines of rope and reinforce the bridge. It's like, fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys continue talking. Is there anything else you want to talk about or do before you end up retiring for the night? What have you been um, doing these past few years, Deck? Oh, ever since I escaped the slavers, I've just kind of been uh, taking on uh, tourists and just trying to make a living here in the capital. 
been trying to find information about the slavers and trying to get back in there. And, um, you know, it's, it's been tough. Uh, the people that the slavers sold me off were really neat. And, uh, and then I'll show them, I'll, I'll take my scarf, purple scarf off. There'll be like a brand on the back of my neck. These are the people that uh, bought me. And then so I still uh, owned by them. So I've been trying to get free again. And I'll put the uh, scarf back on the, the brand. Do I recognize it all though? Like brand of the family or whatever? Um, Roll me an intelligence check. Ooh, good at these. That is a 10 minus one is nine. <laughs> uh, they all kind of look the same. You've seen a whole lot of them in your life and getting one family from who knows what country. Um, you need like a guidebook practically. That's the brand. It's just the brand of the Preserve rain sacrifice. I just thought it was cool. <laughs> it's not an actual sacrifice. That's just their uh, family crest here in this game. Well, well, should should stick with us. I think if uh, we run into anything involving those slavers, me and you could give them a pretty good, pretty good run for their money, and they definitely deserve it. Definitely, I've got nothing better to do. I've just been sleeping in my hammock on top of one of these houses, growing some plants here and there. If I need food, I've been uh, looking at the uh, turtles with shiny armor, and then uh, been, you know, helping myself. Well, we'll try to earn some more honest coin. Miriam helps those who help themselves. Yes, you know, the god of water, he's very malleable with intentions and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, he goes with the flow. Yeah, uh, I have no problem uh, making money the honorable way. I just never had like uh, an adventurous group that I felt like trust. But if it's you guys, I'm fine with it. Oh, there. Definitely glad to have your knowledge of the city. It's I don't spend a lot of time in crowds, uh, so this is a very new. <laughs> no one catches you in your house. That's good to know. Especially when you're a tiny monkey. <laughs> I'm telling you, flying. <laughs> <laughs> I can fly too. I just like being a monkey. Get to run between people's feet and have these trap of you. So we uh, stay here tonight, or do you guys uh, want to start first thing tomorrow morning? I think Sounds that's good a good plan. Me. Awesome. Okay, so after sharing dinner, Bond are beginning to get to know each other over drinks. Uh, Y'all retire to, I guess, the giant sleepover room upstairs and get ready for bed, go to sleep. Maybe a little bit of talking some more before you go to bed. Um, Was that a little Already gives you a makeover. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Toenail paints. 
um, what's that old show where uh, they say good night, so and so, and good night. Yes, it's like the Waltons. <laughs> good night, Jebediah. You, <laughs> <laughs> you hear good night, down the hallway. All right. So, if you guys want to take your long rest, I don't think anything happened so that you needed to take a long rest for. But I used to keep it. <laughs> you would. Oh yeah, that's true. You double uh, went. I did right. a wild shape in my uh, all my spells beforehand. All right. The, uh, spider mind. Uh-huh. So the dash mind, but that didn't matter. Okay, okay. So it's morning. What do you guys do? All right. Uh, where do you guys want to go? We got to go to a school. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the best spot. Hmm? Do I know where the school is in front of you? Yeah. Okay. Like, right. you don't spend a whole lot of time on campus itself because the people there aren't really the type of people that you uh, target. Um, they tend to be a little warier, uh, but you know where it is. You know where like some of the biggest buildings are. Uh, you have vague knowledge of it. Okay, I'll try and make my way down there and try to figure out what school's at. You guys, okay? You guys want to stop for breakfast? As you start heading out, you see that there's a nice continental breakfast. Uh, you got one of those. Flippy make your own omelet thingies. Ooh. Some a right. bunch of bacon. This is uh, a nice best muffins. western. <laughs> <laughs> They're a waffle maker. Muffins bagel. Yeah, waffle maker. Okay. Muffins make bagel. Oh shit, I hope we never leave. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to settle some down right here. <laughs> you can take some tea or some breakfast ale, depending on what your inclination is. Oh, that breakfast ale. <laughs> All right, so you guys eat up. You just chatting over breakfast and then head out and to the university district. Um, Deck, you're able to guide them to where, like, um, student housing is. You tend to know that more. You've known some people who have lived here, um, squatted in some areas. And a little ahead of you are the academic buildings, but you've never been into any of them. Do I see any guards? <clears throat> no. And actually, you see like one guard, but he's just kind of milling about. He's in a uniform. He's about like 62 years old. Hot belly. I run up to him. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Um, do you do you normally guard around the school? I wouldn't say I'm a guard. I'm kind of more of a uh, concerned know, citizen. Not a concerned citizen. I'm just here to make sure all the kids are having a good time. But oh, he's Campo. Time. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know? Uh. Your way around, you know most of the people? I wouldn't say I know most of the people. I mean, I'm a friendly fellow, but I know uh, tell you buildings. Do you know Anastas? Master. Do you know what? Cleric stuff. Cleric stuff. 
Um, I know people who work with magic are typically over there, and he points to like a building kind of on the other end of the commons, green commons area. That might be the best place to start looking. And in case he's not in magic, is there like a Hirium building? No. Okay. I mean, there's the temple, but. Hmm. That's right. mostly like in the university. It's mostly like a, a Sunday type of thing. Well, thanks a whole lot for your help. My name's Zook. If you ever need a hand, I'll help you out. Uh, nice to meet you, Zook. Nice to meet you too. And he hugs him. Kind of like stiffens and then just kind of pats your head. <laughs> and then walks away, like chip, like jaunts over back to the group. Hey, Making so friends I wherever he goes. <laughs> found us. I found that there's a magic place and a temple, and I know uh, Phineas and um, Reyna were all about temples, but he seems to think we should start with the magic place. Hmm. Well, that's fair, um, and I think that yeah, if that's where they they teach it at, good place as any to start. I lead the way. All right, so you guys head over there. Uh, when you enter, you're on this big rotunda. There's a spiraling staircase going up, and on each side are different wings, um, and each wing has a door in front of it. And remarkably, just to the side of the entrance door, there is a plaque, and it says uh, where you can find particular offices, and you recognize the name Anastas on there. Um, just when yeah. Hardy Nastis is non-binary, so they use they pronouns. Hardy, can can you read? Y- yes, you make thank, maps. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for asking. <laughs> I make I maps because I can f- see what the town is called and write it down again. I, I don't I don't read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Canon. Um, <laughs> I have an intelligence of eight. <laughs> but you know what? We'll get you in some, uh, you know, night advanced classes. night classes. We'll work on this together, bud. I believe in you. Hooked on phonics. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I can see where it, it shows uh, Anastas right here. Hey, do you think it would be helpful? Because I'm having a think. Uh Reyna was connected with Anastas. Do you think it would be helpful to like name drop her on our way in? Uh, to kind I of that with the guard guy. I told him I knew Phineas, but he didn't seem to know anyone. But we could do it. <laughs> I, I feel uh, maybe a better chance with Anastas. Uh, so okay, cool. Let's check it out. So where is Anastas's office? Um, you gotta go up to the fourth floor, and it is in the west. All right. Well, you know cardinal directions, uh, and I know how to count to four. Let's go. <laughs> so we, we head off, and uh, I prove that I can also count to four. That's very good. Uh, <laughs> The dream team. What are you doing doing during this uh, interaction deck? Well, I'm just observing Zook and Hardy and their interactions. 
noticing nothing's really changed with Zoop, but I'm kind of quiet and reserved and kind of observing things in the back. Mm -hmm. All right, so you get up there um, at the door. Hardy, you see that kind of painted on it is Professor Anastas and then archaeology underneath it um, and the door shut. Knock, knock, knock. Wait a minute or so. And then um, you hear a couple of voices inside. Should I get it? I, I No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And somebody opens the door and you see a young, uh, young woman with, a, she's a halfling. She has very short, straight blonde hair a round face and sort of button nose. She opens the door and she goes, can I help you? Yeah, uh, Professor's brother and sister sent us and uh, they said he would be able to help us with a big problem. It's related to his dad and to uh, the Hirium and a bunch of important stuff that he'd probably care to hear about. Yeah, sure. Okay. It opens the door, lets you guys in. Uh, behind them, apparently the person that they were talking to is an individual with uh, purple hair. And the girl goes, oh, I'll, I'll go get him. Uh, he's kind of busy. It might be a few minutes. All right. And wanders off. Well, hurries off. Wanders. She knows where <laughs> she's going. She doesn't need to wander. Zook immediately walks up to the other person in the room and goes, Hi, I'm Zook. Is this me? Yes. Oh, uh, hello. Um, Zook. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Davika. You can call me Dai. How are you? I'm excellent. It's been a lot easier getting around here than I thought it would be. Yes. Um, are you new to town? I've been here before, but not a lot. I like to I'm wander. very new. Oh, hello there. My name's my name's Daifika, and what's yours? Uh, Hardy. A pleasure, <laughs> Hardy. They uh, they extend their hand to both of you in turn. So Zuko <laughs> shake each take a hand, <laughs> and then Zuko oh. runs like in a circle and goes like behind uh, deck and starts pushing him towards them. Goes, this is my buddy. His name's Deck. Uh, hi, my, my name's Derek. Oh, uh, Dai. You can, um, a, a pleasure to meet you. Are you all here to see Anastas? We're hoping to, yes. Uh, we're trying to find answers at this point. We've had some strange dealings in our travels. Uh, they perk up at that. Uh, strange dealings. Yeah, we do you guys like cult stuff. I don't know if you like it, but maybe you'll find it interesting. You into yeah, cult like stuff? That. Yes, Hardy's got the quick of it. I uh, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I know there are some interesting cults out there. It really depends on how you define a cult. But uh, that's more a Gnosticist field than mine. I just tend to, uh, you know, kind of go in and take care of the nasty ones. Hmm, now that's helpful. While this exchange is going on, 
um, the door opens and a tall drow comes out. Um, if you want to look at my Insta board, there is a picture. Yeah. I Copy. see. Do I, so in your picture, he looks very rich. Does he look uh, very rich to me? He doesn't look so much rich. So like the stuff that he's wearing are more like academic robes. Okay. Um, and like senators of academic achievements. Uh, like a, like they a teacher look uniform? Like, yeah. Yeah. They, kind of like a more of a fancier teacher uniform. Um, like if they were doing a graduation and they're wearing like their pendants for achievements and stuff like that. Um, you assume that it's just like base metals made to look prettier. Gnostis, you didn't tell me you had such a motley assortment of friends here in the city. I've actually never met any of these people before. Oh. Uh, but apparently you've spoken with some of my siblings, adopted siblings. Yeah, we were with Reyna and uh, Phineas and, and Phineas's Oh, cats. Phineas. You were with Phineas. Yeah, we were. Yes. Um, he has the coolest cats. He does indeed have the coolest cats. They are pretty. For cats, they're very good cats. So are you here from Terramort then? That was where we uh, recently traveled from, yes. And how is Phineas doing? Still, uh, still surfing? Well, when we saw him, he had to get his arm put back on and like his stomach all cured up. So he wasn't super good, but he's definitely doing better than he was when we found him. <laughs> uh, you do know um, it wasn't his arm, it was his leg and it got completely oh, bitten off. So it's can't be good. Okay. <laughs> uh, did, did, Phineas, did, did Phineas get the back? Or? I was going to say, Zook stands by that recap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Party just gently, gently tracks them. Die kind of furrows their brow in concern. Did uh, Phineas lost the leg or an arm? Confused. I, I fly. Limb. You guys with your arms and your legs—they're <laughs> <laughs> interchangeable. Uh, they kind of look over and announce this with a concerned look. But Phineas is still very much alive. Yes. Yeah. He sent us here. Uh, Di kind of instinctually looks towards Hardy. Phineas is alive. I did. He, I did speak with him uh, over the sending stones just yesterday. He gave me a. He gave me a warning that these uh, that some people might be coming to visit. Yes, <laughs> and the warning seems a bit of a strong. Uh, <laughs> I thought he liked us. <laughs> oh, he he definitely did. I'm just he likes most everyone, so you can never be sure. Well, fair enough. Are uh, you saying you don't like us? All of I haven't decided yet. No, we. So we just you have met. Phineas, and you have a Phineas who loves everyone, and Anastas on the other end of the spectrum. Most people are in the middle. That is very accurate. Scientifically accurate. Zook's on the Phineas side. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and that quiet one over there is probably, uh, uh, yes, if we're talking about the spectrum more closely. 
Does that mean you're also soft on the inside? And no. I just have to wear you down? Nope. We'll not see. Heart, hard stone all the way to the core. I'm not even sure Anastas has a heart. I um, have not seen it, so it's quite possible I don't. This is fun. With cool vibes. Zoot <laughs> <laughs> looks really confused. Like he doesn't understand that they're speaking in metaphor, and he's kind of like, what? <laughs> well, Nostis, uh, putting aside personal favor over us, uh, we did travel here to, uh, hoping to connect with you after what we've seen. In our travels from Terramort, we encountered a demonic cult. I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, demonic cult. So they were demons. I yep. mean, I don't have a lot of experience in that area, but there was a lot about this guy whose name I would love to remember. Uh, <laughs> That, that felt kind of, you know, what the kind of thing that you hear about in the spooky, scary stories. It was a 14-month boat trip, so I mean. <laughs> His name was Gavin. Gavin, that's what it was. I was like, I knew it was something. Uh, yes, okay. I knew, Gavin, I knew he had a yeah, name. <laughs> Bertie's sister's stupid boyfriend. Yeah, Bertie's sister was Dimia. Yes, so... This figure, Gavin, infiltrated this group of youths, uh, had them believing that they were working with him when clearly he was draining them of their life uh, and using that to get at what ends we don't know. Yeah, they wanted to question him, but I maybe hit him with my sword too many times. Tell me more about the demon. You said it was a demonic cult? Did uh, this Gavin mention a demon or perhaps was a demon? He was or... one. Oh yeah, no, was. Um, was. I mean, Amanda, can I roll a check to see if I recognize what kind of demon might infiltrate a group of kids and sap out their energy? <laughs> yeah, so they were like late teens, 20s. So they weren't attacking children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a pretty, uh, pretty good roll. 16 total. 16? Um, you can... A few things come to mind. You ask them a few more pointed questions to kind of get, get back. You do realize that he was a Cambrian. Oh. Yes. That sounds like a Cambrian. A... The offspring of a of a incubus or succubus. Quite the charming creatures. They feed off the life energy of others. And he definitely definitely had the, the charm thing down since it seemed like he was like dating one. Of he was probably them. dating all of them. They feed specifically <laughs> off of sexual energy. Well, I didn't like him, and I like everyone. There you go. Uh, yes. People kind of chuckle over in the corner. <laughs> I just know more about the demon cults than I do. I prefer to stay in the ancient religions area, which, you know, occasionally gets construed with the cults, but most of the ones that I study are more and more far reaching. So I wouldn't necessarily say they were cults, though some did. 
practice human sacrifice and things of the like. I uh, looks at the rest of you and kind of gestures their, their hand in a sort of, this will go on for a moment gesture. It goes on for a moment. It goes on for a few moments. Like uh, kind of uh, kind of half listening, like, oh, what cult are you part of? <laughs> Me, personally? Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm just, oh, maybe oh. the cult of academia, but. Oh, well, well I can I ask, can I ask you about these? And Zook pulls out like the, I think we did like etchings, like, you know, yes. like, of the symbols we saw. And he starts describing that crystal that he kept trying to murder himself with. By touching it? Yes. <laughs> I was actually just listening to that part of it before we started playing. <laughs> and you did persistently try to hurt yourself with that. Ponky, give me another empty archery. Yeah. There's this shiny crystal and it had some that kind of magic going on with this. So I touched it and it didn't like that. Uh, so I touched it again and it still wasn't happy. Oh gosh, How many times did you touch the murder crystal? Three. Oh. Um, I'm not familiar with any what I would call colorfully murder crystals. Um, and I'm not entirely sure about these etchings. It looks like a runic language. I believe, I mean, he goes kind of mid-sentence, leaves and goes into the other room, leaving the door open. Anastas does this. My mom used to do this. Zook, have you heard of this fantasy therapy? It's a wonderful <laughs> new field of medicine. For what? So, <laughs> while we have a minute away from Anastasis painfully um, purplish prose and prattling, um, tell me more about this cult you all fought. I'm very eager to hear about it. Oh. Did you kill <laughs> Gavin? I may have been a little overzealous. Demons are bad. Oh, no, they deserve... You mean, you should kill demons. They are not... They are not <laughs> None of them are good, but at least none that I have found. That's what Zahara always taught me, and Zahara was super nice, so has to be right. Well, you can trust me. I'm a, I'm a cleric of uh, Hyrium. Just like right now. They gesture towards their uh, holy symbol that they're wearing. And you guys did notice that buried underneath all of the sort of academic chains, uh, Anastas was wearing a symbol of Harium as well. At this point, um, the girl from before kind of takes her head out. She goes, uh, Anastas, they have um, some stuff matching. He's, he's hold, they're holding up some, they, they want you to come and see what they have. Sook's like already three quarters of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get in, you can see Anastas has pulled out a bunch of tomes with their own etchings and carvings, flipping through different uh, piles of paper. And they've uh, put together some that uh, look like they could be the same language. 
So what's it say? Uh, I do not know, but... What language is it written in? You do not recognize it. It's not, it's not deep speech or abyssal? Nope. Can I, um, off right. the side, I'm going to start casting detect magic as a ritual? Uh, so these are just etchings, so okay. you wouldn't get any sort of residual magic from them. Okay. Though I'm sure uh, Hardy and Zood would have explained that there was magic to the runes when they found them. These are just trying to like they stretch it down. And there was destruction magic or whatever, right? Abjuration. Mm -hmm. um, Abjuration. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, I had to explain the crystal and everything. Do you guys recognize that crystal? I've never seen anything like it. Um, did you give them a etching of it or did you just describe it? Or a picture of it or did you just describe it? Well, so I had drawn a picture of it, but I also described like the way it tried to murder me. I don't believe Anopsis, when he says he doesn't recognize the crystal. Can I roll an insight check? Of course you can. Okay. 20 total. 20 total. Uh, let me see. Give me some juicy details. Come on. <laughs> he appears to be telling the truth. Okay. He does not recognize the crystal as described. No. Or any sort of ritual like they described. Uh, but he is about to say, well, I have not seen a crystal uh, in, this, in this site where we had found these. And they point to the uh, runes that they had where we had taken these etchings, there was an imprint of maybe perhaps could have held something similar. But of course, that's conjecture completely. You guys see at this point that this part of the study is mostly, uh, there's a lot of boxes and things that are packed up into crates and stuff like that. Do I know, is Anastas getting ready to go on some sort of expedition? Yes, Anastas is, and you do know that. Because they told you earlier. Yes. Uh, it's actually, and they nod at you, Di, uh, where we will be heading to next week. Yeah, need a hand? It's going to be incredibly dangerous. Mm, that's not exactly a deterrent for us. Yeah, you guys can do all the book stuff. I'm really good at all the danger stuff. Come on, Anastas. This one touched the murder crystal three times and it's still standing here in front of us. <laughs> and that is what makes me worried. <laughs> Precisely that. Here, I'll make a deal with you, Anastas. I won't touch any crystals until after I asked you. I'll make a deal with you, Suk, correct? That's me. I am working on a project, and I am in need 
of this particular, another particular specimen, probably actually a bushel's worth, and he pulls out, he goes, they go into a um, side closet and pull out what looks like petals of this plant. Um, it's found really only in the center of uh, the mire to the, to the west. If you are able, you and your group are able to go and bring some of this back, enough for my uh, concoction, then I will allow you to responsibly follow my expedition to the temple. Can I roll an insight check on my friend uh, to see yes. if this is actually a thing or just a snipe hunt that Anasis is using to get rid of him? <laughs> yes, you can. Actually, you don't even need to roll. You know, uh, you've seen him with that stuff and you know that he doesn't like to go into the swamp and get dirty. Okay. So it's probably just an excuse to get somebody else to do it. I got a 23. Honestly. Yeah, you know for sure it's an excuse to get somebody else to do it. Um, and you also know that the reason what his project is that he's being, uh, what their project is that they're being very vague about is actually they have a set of microbrew going in one of the back rooms and uh this flower has a little bit of a um hallucinogenic effect when combined with uh barley um you know uh zook I'll, I'll i'll go with you guys um i'm getting bored of sitting here anyway and besides i know i know where in the swamp it's at besides huh. Uh, once we collect it, I can show you how to refine it so we can get weird later. <laughs> I love that. that Thank you so much. Right. Weird, how so? Party? <laughs> you ever seen the face of one of the gods? Well, you haven't. <laughs> Interesting. Good to know. All right. Do you guys want to head out there today? Oh, it's yeah, still it should early still be in the day. like, yeah, isn't it like what, like ten thirty equivalent, probably? Probably. Die, you know, uh, walking there will probably take you to the exact spots where you can get it. Uh, about three and a half hours there, three and a half hours back. You get horses half the time. Um, Is it a nice day outside? Yeah. Uh, it's a very, there's a slight breeze. Um, it's probably going to be a little warmer and muddier in the swamp. Mm -hmm. But I say, uh, I say, we should grab a, we, we should grab a um, pack lunch and uh, oh, some bug repellent on the way out of town, but it should be a pleasant day of it. Anastas has already brought their attention back to their books and Seemingly has dismissed you without. Bye, Anastas. I'm actually yeah. a demon. Goodbye. Yes, yes, of course, of course, of course. I want to hug him, but I don't think it'll work out well. So I just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I, I picture Zook being like, <laughs> and like he's, he's, he's looking out. like he wants to walk over back by him so he can say goodbye, but he feels like. 
He's lost his chance. I'll take yeah. his hand and start guiding him out of the door. He changes his mind. Gonna get that hug yet. <laughs> All right. Um, do we want to take a... What do you mean? Never mind. All right. <laughs> do we want to take a quick bio break before we go on the journey oh, sure. to the swamp? Yeah, sure. That sounds good. Yeah, that's good awesome. to me. I need to pee. <laughs> that light. Where the record button has been smashed. Nice. Um, I probably shouldn't have told you to do that yet. I'm going to put this on the map layer. Um, you guys can see where we are. We are in Rossville. And we're kind of just going right, right over there. What you said what? Sort of Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at East. <laughs> I did say West. You guys, you know, start about 30 minutes going West. And then Daya's like, oh, wait, yeah, it's actually East. They just said the wrong way. And you guys drove back towards East. <laughs> West is bright, right? <laughs> All right. So we're going to start things off. Um, did you guys want to get mounts or were you just going to walk? Um, I suggested just a, a walk. Um, I was going to say, it sounded like uh, just enjoy the day. Yes, you really have to enjoy this, this time of year here in Rossiville before it gets too hot or too humid. Mm. Hardy, didn't you have a riding dog? Yes. Good point. Did the, poof, did the, did the dog poof, 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 poof into existence. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, shoot. I did have a riding dog because uh, <laughs> that was such a good visual. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful looking dog you have. What's, what's your dog's name? Yeah, that's the, that's the second part of that question. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that might come up. <laughs> Did you look it up? I don't have it written down. I, don't I know. Think. That's what I was trying to think. Uh, I mean, Osgood made it to the notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Connor, do you remember what the Dodge name was? No. I'm trying to look back through my... Well, here I have Raina's horse written down. That seems helpful. <laughs> yeah, you got the, what was Raina's horse's name? Mango. 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 Yeah. And it's got, what, Shadow for, and Snippers? Yeah. Yeah. Shadow was Penn's horse and Snippers what was would you, What would bad. you name a dog? Because that's probably what it is. That's usually how it is for me. Like, <laughs> I can't remember what it is. So I'll make Billy. up a name, and then I look back. I'm like, oh no, I made up the same name that I made up the first time. Yeah, you can rename the dog. That's probably what will occur. <laughs> it's Reginald. Not... Reginald Caulfield. <laughs> oh, that's a very good suggestion. Man, 
was trying to see if anywhere in my so Hardy records. introduces you to the riding dog. You guys make your way. <laughs> This, is, this is the writing dog. <laughs> what a beautiful name. I it's very NPC. Perfectly fitting for a dog that looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I like rip 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 to that dog's name. Um uh, this is this is copper. What? Hello, off Copper. The, 20. Off the dome piece. 20? What about it? <laughs> Sound dog. <laughs> yes. Um, All right. And uh, you can you I've, can add an animal friend. Uh, you can add a pet. By the way, under the uh, extras tab, if you pick manage extras oh. and category, there's actually a pet option. Yes. Nice. So that way you can remember that you have a pet and not forget it all the time. That is very good. This is why I did not choose a pet. (laughs) (laughs) I've learned that lesson. Hi. Um, uh, It's been a while since you've been out this way, Di. Do you want to roll a survival check with advantage? I'm going to sit outside. Can I help him? I'm kind of like trying to. Burn Natural 20. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, you could, but there's really no reason to, to spend the energy to roll a die. <laughs> I, remember the, I remember the way exactly. In fact, I know a shortcut. Yes, in fact, you do. Um, you're able to shave off about 30 minutes of the trip, uh, which it, is nice because it is, it's very squishy about two hours into it uh, mm-hmm. about two hours into it we come to like uh some wild strawberries that are just right <laughs> yes you do um and weirdly enough there's just like a bucket of whipped cream next to them wow who left this out here <laughs> i would like to insight check the whipped cream that seems yeah. like a trap i wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> how long has this been sitting in the sun <laughs> I don't eat random dairy I find on the street. That's just a rule. This is someone's recycling. <laughs> um, but as we sit there and eat strawberries, I say, it's going to get a little wetter from here on out. And then I, I kind of grab the uh, fabric on my said. shoulder and I pull it Ooh. down and uh, my clothes magically shift uh, into kind of like a rain outfit, like a uh, rain jacket and like some mutters. Mm. Ah, hell Yeah. Uh, you can hear this voice. <laughs> it's always so cool when you do that. Isn't it, Skip? Isn't it? Best. It makes me really jealous that, you know, not corporeal and stuff. Not my fault that you're dead. Not my fault either. Do, do I you can always depart to the afterlife. You can always depart to the afterlife if you want. You can hear Dia talking. I was going to say, do we hear a response? Oh, sorry. Um, Die holds up uh, their hand. There's a ring on the finger. Um, uh, This is my, this um, ring um, happens to be inhabited by the deceased spirit of a 12-year-old boy. He's quite snarky. That's neat. It's less creepy than it sounds. (laughs) Actually, no, it's actually, it's, uh, well, yeah. I was going to say, we should should probably check on that last part, but... (laughs) Um, the, uh, How did you come to have ring? The ring has other effects. 
I can assure you of that. Um, Bumming out a party? (laughs) His name is Skip. He is is a little shit. (laughs) You know, 12. Tell your friends I don't like them either. He says he loves you all. He is excited to have met you. Well, uh, pleased to meet you, Skip. Oh, boy. It's okay. You don't have to talk to him. <laughs> I like lean over to Hardy. I was like, have you heard anything that Skip said? Definitely not. No. I assure you I'm not crazy. There is, in fact, the soul of a boy in this room. <laughs> you know, Ty, I, I'm really not sure which I'd prefer. Look, as a cleric of Hyrium, it is my sacred duty to take care of his spirit until he decides to move on to the next life. It's it's a charge. It comes with the territory of being a holy person. I would lead with that from now on. That made it sound much better. (laughs) Yeah, no, that, that, that definitely helps. Yeah, sorry, I've I've been hanging around Anastas too much. Mm, yeah, that's fair. I forget how to people a little bit. Anyway, strawberries are good. Avoid the cream. Get your boots on. Flowers <laughs> this way. Yes. Get your wedding bits. Um, inside the swamp, just to double check. I'll have you roll again with advantage. Sure thing. It's a little nice. darker in here, a little weirder. I got a 13 and a 14, so uh, 17. 17, yeah, you're able to make your way through without any issues, um, staying mostly on what you would call lands, even though it might be a little swishier than you'd like in some areas. Uh, but you make your way towards the uh, patch in the southeast corner of the swamp uh, where you know that you can find the flowers. And you reach, where is it? There we go. Um, as we're walking, Dyes just kind of strikes up the conversation with y'all and says, so, um, Hardy, where do you come from? Oh. Well, I always was just among my family. Um, our home was a, you know, classic gnome knoll situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I lived out more in the forest around Terramort before Ooh. it came time for me to travel. Ah, Terramark, yes. Quite the, um, quite the beautiful area over there with the forest. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, good hunting. And that was how I mostly made my trade before heading out into the world. That's exciting. What about you, Zook? Well, well I'm from around, uh, well, what do you mean? Like originally or just in recent days? Well, however you define it. Well, a long time ago, I was from Resivir. 
or just outside it. We lived in the mountains. We, we roamed around a lot, hung out in the trees, found nice places to live. Hmm. Sounds lovely. Yeah. Then we did mercenary stuff, slave stuff, gladiator stuff. So hold on. Uh, you are you are objecting to my the boy in my ring, but you're just glossing over slave stuff. Yeah. What would you care to elaborate on that a little bit? She says well, a little look of skepticism. On no, her no, face. it's okay. I on was the slave. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Did you clearly no longer were you able to strike down those that would put you in in chains? Well, yeah, so they made me fight a bunch of other people for a really long time first because they thought it was funny and they thought it was funny to send a little bird against big, scary guys. But I'm really good with the sword. So eventually, uh, well, Zahara made sure that I got out when all the other gladiators decided that they didn't want to fight other people anymore and they're going to fight the guys at the top. Well, I'm glad you were able to escape and that you've managed to maintain such a cheerful attitude about it. I don't know that I could in your position. Well, it's much better than it was. Well, that is a good, great outlook. That is a great outlook, Zook. I could learn a lot from you. But not uh, how to read. You don't know how to read. <laughs> no. We're working on it. It's a, you know. Well, I'd be happy to help with that if you'd like. I actually do have an unusual question. In yeah. your work at the school. Oh, I don't work at the school. Oh. I'm well, just, I, I was just visiting uh, my gotcha. friend. Gotcha. Um, well, you, you get magic stuff, kind of, right? Oh, I mean, yes, divine magic. Yes, I'm, I'm a trained cleric of Hyrian. Have you ever... Mm-hmm. Have you ever encountered anyone who can help with like real bad dreams? Like real bad dreams? Nightmares. Like mm, more serious than that. <laughs> like a curse. Maybe. Of course, there's there's many of a divine remedy for curses or um, things of that sort of nature. Though, of course, if it's um, psychological, that may not be quite hmm. as easy. Are you asking for a friend or, or do you have well, trouble? Well, yeah, I, that's what I'm looking for. I just need help. And uh, I haven't really encountered anyone who had experience in this and I thought maybe mm. you would so that's I, a, I will do everything I can to help you yeah I would love not to have these dreams anymore let me tell you <laughs> and what about you deck you're so you're so quiet stoic yeah you know I'm not really much of a talker been uh, spend some time with uh, Zook, being traded around as a slave. Were you? Were you? All, you were also a slave. Yes. So I don't really like to talk about the past. And since then, I've kind of, uh, you know, made money. Maybe not in the most uh, 
legal ways, but uh, it's gotten me by. <laughs> He's got cool monkey stuff. Cool <laughs> monkey stuff? Yes. <laughs> well, you'll get to see when we're in battle sometime. Or if we're running. <laughs> or if we're monkeying around. Cut our leaf. I look at Zerg. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at this point with me, Pond, you come to this area in the swamp. Do you guys see the news mm-hmm. map? Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. cool. I was going to make the map, but then I did not. And so I found this really cool one on the internet. Hey. That's what the internet's no for. Shame. Yeah. yeah. Kidding me? You see there's a larger island uh, within a sort of watery uh, other area. The frog, or the lily pads look big enough to hold probably everyone except for Deck. His deck is very large. Um, And on that island in the middle, you see the uh, lilac and sort of light blue petals of the flower that Anasta showed you all. Oh, great. You know, you can't physically walk on the pads. Yeah, you can. Okay, it's a magical world. It's magic. Really. It's magical lily pads. They're the gigantic. Fair enough. Have you never played The Legend of Zelda? <laughs> no. Oh, well, you can walk on the lily pads in there as long as you Also, you, you should play The Legend of Zelda. It's really it's... Cool. It's an exception. I have hollow here. bones. I never really got into it. I don't know why. I love it. I know you do. Start I with Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is. Paul bought me Breath of the Wild. All right, so you're here. <laughs> what do you guys do? Um, I would How? like to fly like 10 ish, 15 ish feet in the air and kind of do a little surveil. Okay. Uh, roll me a perception check. Perception. Perception. That is a seven. Looks clear. One step. Yeah, it looks super clear. It looks great. I like never seen anything obviously more inviting than <laughs> that island with the flowers on it. Uh, how sturdy does this uh, sort of pathway out to the island look? Uh, for you, it looks very sturdy. You're used to traversing good places as a ranger, um, and you can tell basically by looking at it that the wood can take your weight. Um, you might have to hop a little far for some of the other get between some of them, but it will hold you above the water. I will be not used to being adventurous, and I'll be like, oh, what's the holdup? And then I'll start making my way towards the small island. All right. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw. Ooh. Uh, 
not showing it, but it shows I rolled a 19 plus three, so 22. All right. Um, as you step in on the second board and you hear it crack beneath your feet, but you're able to leap to the next uh, set of boards as it falls into the water. Whoa, didn't expect that. This is uh, looking a little uh, rough. Oh, a little rough. Um, yeah, so you are on that second or that third uh, board. Are you going to keep going? Control my character. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, and also, let me take one second. Uh, Chris is making icons for everyone, so I'm going to save them and use them real quick. Cool, cool. Um, actually, before I do that, I'll watch the board sink and I'll look at that. Back of the grouping, like, uh, watch your set. <laughs> um, as you say that, you hear and like it's getting closer, yeah, like it's getting closer. Um, and then an overlay layer. Token layer! Oh no. <clears throat> um, yeah, let me move you. Why can't I do this? Mike Wazowski's second cousin. <laughs> Token layer. All oh, right. Let me move mm. this. Wait one second. GM. No. Did I move it to the map and background? No. I guess he's staying there for now. Uh, he just <laughs> want to move. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, so about where you fell in, deck, and I'll move you. Well, where the thing fell in, I'll move you there. Um, the frog team, this large amphibious creature emerges from the water. He has three stalks at the end of which are eyes and they swivel in each different direction and his tentacles flail. You've never seen a frog-like creature with tentacles before, and it's grosser than it would be otherwise. Uh, and at this point, let's all roll initiative while I switch over our icons. I would like to say Deg screams like a little girl and yells at soup and says, what the hell is that? Because I've never seen stuff like that. None of you have. You just well, see Zook uh, looks like thrilled to death and his hands already on his sword. <laughs> I just raises their eyebrow. It says, well, that certainly wasn't there the last time I was here. It was not. Does it look friendly? Can I insight check? <laughs> it does not look friendly at all. Party. Would you so say I have to roll something to see if it looks natural? Or would that be like an action? Or would... That would be your action. Yes. Okay, I'm not that smart. I'm going to go hit it with my sword. <laughs> mm. 
Off the top of your head, Amanda, do you know what Hiram's holy weapon would be? Um, it's a mace. Yes. And yes, I do, because that's what all the Hiram clerics use. Uh, who is Kate's? Who am I on putting these things in? You have Hardy and I. Yes. Perfect, it's my purple. Uh, it's me. It's you. And now that you're all movable, I'll let you kind of put you where you want it to be to start this with. Oh, and I gotta give you turns. Now that I switched up your icons, I gotta do that again. Uh, give turn. Add turn. Add turn. Add turn. Add turn. Frog Hemoth. Add turn. What a great name. I know. That's that's why I picked it up. <laughs> I was also, like, you need you, something for them to find in this song. 15 feet by 15 feet. That's a huge, that's a frog behemoth. Yes. Boy. He, he, he's pretty big. Yeah, big chunk. Big chunks. Turn order. Oh, I think you guys should be able to put in your turn orders. That's a, that's a rough initiative. <laughs> Oh man, nothing, you're nothing, a, nothing wrong with a low initiative. You're a monk though. You must have rolled real low. Ooh, I got a high initiative. I'm a monk. You're a monk. All right, I've forgotten my roll, and I did it on D and D Beyond, but now I can't. You should see be it. able to see it. Uh oh, it's in the game log. You got a thirteen. Okay. Wait, Polly, did you roll? Yeah, he's a 22. Okay. Ooh, Amanda, uh, I'm very excited. They announced that they're doing roll, they're implementing roll targeting soon for dice rolls. Uh, so you can be like, I just want the DM to see this, or. Mm. I, or 22 you know. is my deck save. All right, turn order. What's your deck? Uh, I'll eat off first. Um, 
Yeah. So this huge, monstrous frog-ish creature erupts from the swamp. Um, and you get the first move, Zook. I will fly over his head to here. And I will make a longsword attack on him. How high up are you flying? Like 10 feet in the air, I said before. So I just flew horizontal to him. Okay, his reach is over 10 feet. Well, I'm trying to go into his zone. I'm not going to break out of his zone after I get oh, in. Okay, all right. I'm just going to the other side so he's not looking directly at people. Cool. So you were there. So one of his eyes swivels at you, and the other two are watching the others. I kind of like stop midair, turn, and swing out a couple of times. The first one is a 20 to hit. The second one is an 18 to hit. 20 to hit, 18 to hit. Um, yeah, they both hit. All righty. That is 14 plus 13. So 27 points of damage. Then for my bonus action, I will make an unarmed strike. That is a 20 to hit, which you said already hits. And it is 10 more points of damage, and I will pump a stunning strike into that. All righty. Uh, you hit it. Trying to make a squishy sound into his uh, pebbly flesh. Um, mm. It doesn't seem to be, it's not that it's less effective. It just doesn't seem to be doing a whole lot at this point. He just seems unbothered. So just so you know, it is magical slashing for the yes. sword. And yes, I do. Is... It's just he has a lot of hit points. Gotcha. So it's not less effective. It's just no. he's a beefy boy. Okay. Yeah, he's beefy. He's not worried. What about the stunning strike? Uh, what did you... Oh, I gotta got a roll con a save. con save. Ooh, I'm good at those. Uh, 17. Uh, yeah, you had to beat 14. Okay, cool. So you go hit him, try and hit his face, and end up getting him like in the gullet. And it just wobbles like jello. <laughs> Is and that your it. turn? Yep. Tech All action right. bonus action. Deck. Seeing a Zook attack, I'm like, okay, I guess we're doing this. And then I would like to move 30 feet. Uh, it's the circle and the line. Yeah. I'm gonna move this direction. He says reach is 10 feet. His reach is 15 feet. 15 feet. So I could go here without. Well, you're still in his reach. As long as you don't leave it, he can't attack yes. you. So I can go there without leaving it, right? Yeah. If I go here, am I technically leaving? That's 15 feet. Yep. Right there. Okay, so I'll go right here then. Saying that the when planks are kind of unstable, do I have to do anything? They're not necessarily unstable. You're just very heavy. Um, 
but you're moving quick enough at this point that I'm not going to make you roll for it. These okay. ones are sturdier because they're and not so, like standing by themselves. And then is Hardy in the water? Uh, Hardy's on land. So no. right okay. Uh, what about uh, Dai? Dai is, looks like they're on the. Uh, just plank, the right? Pipe. Okay. Yeah, the way. So I'll, be, I'll just want to check to make sure no one's in the water. And then I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt on, on the creature. Ooh. I'm going to cast that at third level. And that does 86. He has to make a deck save? A deck save, correct. Uh, that's a 12. Uh, you need to be a 15, so he takes 36 damage. He has a very large frog, and it's very squishy in this water. He is not able to dodge the lightning bolt that erupts from your hands. That was a very fast 73 damage. <laughs> 73 mm-hmm. damage. Shit. Okay. Um, let's see here. I would like to cast as a bonus action, Shlele, uh-huh. onto my uh, staff. Perfect. Shlele. That's a, a, a action, right? Is Shlele a cantrip? Correct. Yes, and a bonus action cantrip. Yep, you're good. Yeah, you can yeah. do it. I can cast as a bonus action and by can attack. You right? cannot attack. No, because you used yeah. your lightning bolt to yeah. action. I just want to make sure if the attack was actual, like the action. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds good. And I have my turn. All right. Um, well, shit. <laughs> Do we know what this monster is called? Frog Hemoth. Frog Hemoth. Yes. It is going to uh, turn and with a tentacle reach out and hit um, Zook. Zook, you AC uh, 27? Yeah, 27 hits. <laughs> okay, so you get 19 bludgeoning damage. And for the, the moment, you are grappled. And he would do a multi-attack, but he has shock susceptibility. And now he can't use it because he got lightning damage last time. Uh, nice. So we are on Hardy's turn. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... Figure out how into the shit I want to get. <laughs> I'm going to keep to sort of the pathway, uh, move up here. Um, I am loading up my blowgun with one of my walloping ammunitions. Okay. Uh, and shooting at this electrified boy. He looks very sad. He looks pretty slow. That was a crit fail. Oh, no. Do you have more than one attack or just the one? I have just the one. Oh, bummer. 
All right. So uh, the wall between the ammo goes wide. Um, the frog looks a little surprised by it because his AC has been lowered by being hit by lightning. So <laughs> it takes a lot to that. do that. Yeah. He has... Um, he is Lightning not happy. He looks a lot slower and a lot unhappier. But temporarily. He's like a little shook. He's shocked. All right. Is that all your stuff? That's all on me. Hi. You're, Di, your turn. Speaking of looking shook, uh, <laughs> Di's mouth is just a gape at the fact that uh, uh, Deck just cast an arcane spell of such high level, <laughs> since that is apparently oh, is that arcane? A lightning bolt. Yeah, that's very arcane. <laughs> yeah, but he's a druid, uh, so it's natural magic that made it happen. That makes okay. more sense. But uh, anyway, Dai shakes it off very quickly and uh, grabs a mace that she has hung on her on their back, and then just tosses it in the air, uh, and it floats. Uh, up and over next to uh, the frog Hemoth. Uh, I, can, I can throw a mace on there for you. Okay, I was going to do that, but if you have one, you can do it. I have a turkey leg. <laughs> it's kind of mace. It's vaguely mace shaped. I guess that blue color maybe that isn't the best. But uh, And then I'm going to spend... I was thinking it. about that character. Oh, how I wanted to create like a whole turkey religion around it. <laughs> oh my god, yes. I love I love that guy. Uh, I put a, uh, the frog hemoth needs to make me an intelligence saving throw. Intelligence saving throw. Yeah. I have a feeling it's not going to go well. Um. Oh, that was almost good. Oh my god, no. Negative four intelligence <laughs> too. <laughs> Not only was it almost good, but it wouldn't have been good even if it stayed good. Well, you know what? So my roll, my 2d6 roll, I rolled uh, Snake Eyes. So it takes two points of psychic damage. Um, and then uh, it subtracts three from its next saving throw it makes. Okay. Um, <laughs> there is no sign of die casting that spell, though. It just. It just seemed to get a little headache all of a sudden for no one knows why. Um, and then my spiritual weapon will make its attack. Uh, does an 18 hit? Yes, it does. All right. So it will take um, uh, um, 11 points of force damage. Nice. All right, um, that's still not bloody. Okie dokie, so Dai, that is your turn. We are back up to Zook. Alrighty, I am going to once again make two two-handed sword hand attack my bobbers. Uh, 12 to hit? No. No, not even with its decreased DC or AC? <clears throat> No, just <laughs> barely misses. Uh, what about 26? Wait, on a tie you hit, right? Yes. Yeah. It hits. Okay, so I'm assuming 26 hits if 12 does. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Yep. So that'll, that is that'll do it. 15 plus 8. And I'm going to pump a 1 with the blade into that. So that pump is... a 1 with the blade. Yeah. The key point to add a d6. I rolled a 6 on it. So oh, okay. a total of 29 between the two sword attacks. And then what was, was a... it that you added? Because I did the numbers as you said them. The 13 and the 8. Uh, it was eight, and then a six. Okay. I have a cal- calculator up, and I'm just, every number you give me, I'm minusing. <laughs> gotcha. And you know it was 15, right? I thought you said 13. Yeah, 15. Okay. And then, uh, so that was one key point, and I'm going to use one more key point to patient defense for my Alrighty. bonus action. You are patient defending. Yes. Deck, you're on deck. <laughs> That's why it's your turn. You're not on deck. <laughs> what? Um, you were on deck. Does the creature look like he's he's bloodied? You said. Mm-mm. No. Still looking good. Actually, no. Yeah, now now he's looking a little bloodied. Okay. Now in this. I'm just he did meet with him one recently. Okay, he fucked me up pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna cast Thorn with Adam. All right, do it. So, oh no. I rolled a 14. Oh, that hits, I think, right? Uh, yeah, 14 hits. Okay, and so then that will be uh, eight damage. Cool. Uh, anything else? That's it. Okie dokie, it is Froghemus turn. <laughs> Uh oh, we didn't lightning him this time. No, you didn't. No. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Um, you're patient <laughs> defensing. I'm so scared, Seth. I am both patient defensing and I am agile defended. Yes. Um, I am going. He's got his three eyes out. He's got one on Zook because Zook hit him first, one on Deck because Deck. Um, Second. was an asshole and hit him with all that uh, lightning damage and the third one on hardy because hardy is closest so hardy i am mm-hmm. um, he's going to reach out and bite you cool uh 25 that hits all right you get hey, reach 22 hardy yeah he has a 15 foot reach oh i thought that's just like tentacles all right like he can move over and still be in your range and do it, but I just wasn't trying to move. Well, he him. he he pulls me because I'm grappled. Yeah, because you're grappled. Uh, so he's gonna come over there and reach over and bite Hardy. Uh, Twenty-two points of damage. Okay. And you are swallowed. Oh. Yo, what does that mean? So you are blinded and restrained. <laughs> also have total cover against attacks. And any effects outside of the froggyness. On the bright side. <laughs> On the bright side. If you if you really think about it. Yeah. Um, and so now you're inside you're inside a frog's belly. And you can't see anything or move. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn some stuff. You are. Uh, you might be able to write a book about it later. Who knows? And that is um, no, actually that's not his turn. 
Uh, he gets one more action. He is going to flick his tongue out at it's a nasty frog deck. Oh no. Uh, you have to make a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. I'm not very strong. Oh, oh. No, that was not good. Five. Five? Yeah. Yeah, no, that doesn't do it. <laughs> um, almost an 18. And so the tongue attack leads into a bite attack automatically. Um, 15 to hit? Nope. Nope? Okay. Lucky you. You are not swallowed. But I'm grappled. Um, Nope, you're just four plus. Okay. All right. Hardy, you take a 10 points of acid damage at the start of your turn. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Because you're in a tummy. Yeah. Um, so I'm restrained, you said? Yes. Uh, full, fully inside a frog. Yes. Hmm. Chris is trying not to laugh because he did this to us last week. Now with a frog he missed. Uh, I can now. tell you from my experience with that, though, that restrained means you can still attack, you just have... Um, Disadvantage. Disadvantage, yes. That okay. Is, I um, that. So I'm going to try with the hand axe uh, to just whack my way out of here. Okay, okay. I'll roll an attack with disadvantage. Well. Wait. Oh, that would have loved for that to. <laughs> All right, so a uh, 16. Oh, it hits. What's the damage? Uh, yeah. Huh. Uh, seven. All right. Uh, as you hit the inside and you just see membrane of the stomach with your hand out, you feel a little gurgle around you. But that's all so far. And... Uh, I was ridiculous because I've not only revisiting this character for the first time a year, but also have not played much D&D over the past year. So, I mean, you're right. I did have a second action. So, (laughs) I will now remember to take it this time. uh, And I'll just try and hack again with that. I was wondering. I'm like, I've played a ranger and I got that pretty early on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Roll again. Disadvantage. Okay, so it'll be the 11. Connor, are we now? No, it's Jay. Connor messaged me. Cardio suit apps. I'm like, I asked. I should have double checked because it's been a while since we played. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> been a long time. Getting from people to play. Uh, I'm guessing the 11 did not hit from the... 11 does not hit. Okay. So you try to like get purchase as you're slowly being digested and you're not able to do it again. 
with the attack. Maybe next time when he's been distracted by something lately and he's not, you know, clenched up weird because he just got stabbed in the inside of his belly. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's officially me doing two things. <laughs> Die. Uh, all right. Um, as a... Uh... Uh, so I use my bonus action to hit it with my spiritual weapon. Mm-hmm. Or try to. Mm-hmm. Uh, natural 19 will definitely hit. Yep. Uh, for 12 points of force damage. Um, and then I'm going to guess that Hardy being in the belly of a beast and taking some acid damage probably needs a little bit of healing. So I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds at third level using my... Can dist- you heal her oh, if you can't see her? Yes. Because oh, yes, with your stuff. With my meta magic. So Yeah, with your stuff. You just have to, you just have to believe. But um, Cure Wounds is touch, isn't it? It is. <laughs> He's got magic bullshit. Oh, okay. Um, so I was wondering about that. So I was like, well, can I cast Protection of Energy on her? But- you can't. You get yeah. back 22 points of, damage, of, of healing. Oh, hell yeah. Whoa. Uh, I used the third level slot and rolled okay. Yeah. Um, Connor, how are you doing? And I just say, uh, and I just say, stay strong in there. <laughs> um. Harvey, you, you're pretty high perception. You hear something. You're not sure what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my turn. I'm done. All right. Zook, you are restrained. Are oh, you grappled? Not I'm restrained. grappled. Yeah, how's, how's, how's he look? Um, he's not happy. All right. Uh, Zook is... Uh... Going to He's again. sad frog noises. Oh, oh. Uh, 27 oh. to hit with the sword. That definitely fucking hits. And a 24 to hit with the sword. It hits. We're looking for a 14. Because he froggo. So that's tw- froggo. 27 points of damage. All together? Yeah. Okay. And then I am going to patient defense again with a key point. All righty. Carl, did you take damage? Huh? He, he did not. Because it was not his turn. No, I mean, has he? Yeah. He had, yeah. A lot or not much? A little less than half. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. My turn? Yes, it is deck. I will uh, go up to him and I will strike him with my staff. Alrighty, roll to attack. That is a 22. That hits. And then that will be oh, that's not much. 7 damage. Alrighty. As a bonus action, mm-hmm. I'd like to cast a healing word at a um, I should say first level at uh, Zook. Zook. 
All right, roll your healing damage. Eight points of healing. You've been heal damaged eight, Zook. Excellent. And I'll end my turn. Uh, actually, I'd like to get back. Um, let's get right here. Okay, you're still in his range, so you don't have to. Yep, I was just trying to get out of the water. Yeah. Um. All right, it's Frog Hemus turn. Froghemoth is going to take a bite at you, Dex. Or Dex. 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 <laughs> Pokey Dex. I've been playing too much Pokemon Snap. Mm. Can't play too much Pokemon Snap. Yeah, I was going to say, how's that possible? Yeah, it's not too much. It's just a lot. 20 to hit? Yeah, I guess I'll hit. All right, uh, that's 22 points of damage. And as he bites you, he swallows you. Hey, welcome. You're on his stomach. You guys can't see each other. You're blinded. Oh, I imagine uh, Hardy probably feels something big and heavy and firm yeah, inside. Like, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't know what it is. Though. He tried to, no, he tried to run away and like eat in a moose or something. Yeah, that could be a moose. Yeah, still welcome. Whatever has joined me. Right. <laughs> so he's made his bite and he is going to use his second attack to tentacle at die. Twenty-six. Miss. Dang! No, that, that, that definitely hits. Oh, I thought you, you had something. No! I thought, I thought <laughs> like you had cast something or had something that I didn't see. And I was no, like, I'm oh, a clothy, fuck. so... Clothy. My, my AC <laughs> is 14. All right, you take... And that's with the magic item helping me. <laughs> 19 points of legending damage, and you are grappled. Cool. And he is down to two tentacles now. Party, it's your turn. You take 10 points of damage. Yeah, I sure do. Um, Okay. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to try the hand axe uh, routine again. Okay. So there's the first one. And so 12. Uh, 12 does not hit. Okay. It would have if he had been lightning, but he has not. Uh, in her frustration of not being able to pop off the way she wants to out of this frog hemoth, uh, I don't know how, well, I guess you'll tell me if I'm allowed to do this. <laughs> uh, Hardy knows in her pack she has a bottle of torpor mm-hmm. uh, that she wants to get how easy would you say inside of a frog's stomach that is to do i'd say you could use a full action to do that Mm -hmm. just to get it out yeah to get it out and then another one on your next turn to use it all right so that's what she's doing she's uh Uh, you did attack okay but 
like if you want to grab it, we can undo your attack because it is our first turn. But anything else, it is our first game, and it's been a while since we played. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll say that that's what she spends her time doing is rummaging through the pack and feeling for the like shape of the bottle. It's a lot of wiggling when we're around, like in a spy film when they're um, tied to a chair and they're trying to get like a razor or something out of their pocket. It's a lot of that type of movement going on. Uh, deck, you get elbowed a few times, uh, but they're very small elbows, so it's not too bad. Would I know that that would be uh, Hardy? Probably, or, unless okay. there's something else that it swallowed too. Okay. But I know it's not the creature. Yes. Okay. And you know Hardy got swallowed because mm. you saw that happen. That's right. Okay, good for me to know. So tiny my next Die, it is your turn. All right. Uh, first I will use their spiritual weapon. Okay. Uh, AC twenty two. For 12 damage. Well enough. How do you want to do this? Oh, sweet. Um, Hell yeah. I, uh, I, uh, as I'm being held up in the air by the uh, frog keymith's tentacles, I uh, uh, just extend my hand and like a little blaze of light uh, forms up on it. And as I've, I kind of move it around in just sort of a hypnotic pattern, as, the, as I have the frog keep this, uh attention with one hand. His three eyes swivel towards his you. three eyes swivel towards me. Uh, and while he's not looking, my uh, spiritual weapon just kind of uh, does sort of a grand slam lineup and then just <laughs> clocks him right in the back of the head to finish the job. Excellent. Uh, Causing hopefully him to spew out my friends. <laughs> he blinks at you and then falls forward into the water, which is shallow enough. He's standing out of it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and dies. As Dai falls to the ground, uh, they rush to the frog and try to see if they can pull their acquaintances out of it. Oh, yeah, his, his mouth's a little open. Um, if you two who are outside want to, you can work together to kind of make it larger. And it's pretty easy in. to get free of his. Tentacle. I use the uh, spiritual weapon to prop. Oh yeah, he's open. dead. You're able. It kind of like relaxes. It's not constraining you anymore. You're able to just wiggle out. I like walk over and like kick his mouth like it's like an open position, and then kind of like those things inside the engines of cars. I like stab my sword into the top of his mouth and like lean uh. it against the base of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, and so since you're no longer being digested, uh, Deck and uh, Hardy, you're able to make your way out. Guys, quick goofing off in there. Any other issues? Be ex look exhausted and they'll look at you guys yeah. like, what the heck was like that? Vile. That was some sort of frog behemoth. I, I shall dub it a frog behemoth. So uh, is this is this why we were sent out here? This I I've been to this I've been to this particular island many times and I've never seen anything quite like this. So I'm very happy that you all were here with me, um, because otherwise I think I would become frog food. Otherwise, 
Yeah, it's uh, kind of shocking to see whatever this is here, this Frogimus. Is this a monster? I will be using some time to wash the frog stuff <laughs> off of me. Um, hey, Deck, is this, is this a natural monster or is this like a, is this more of a die monster or more of a deck monster? Are you asking me? Oh, no. Well, I'm asking both of you. Oh. I shrug my shoulders like, I don't know. I've never been outside the city. I've never seen anything like this before in my life. This is terrifying. You guys deal with this all the time? Definitely not. Yeah, you don't have nature. Uh, if a dire deck wants to roll, nature roll, you can. Absolutely. Uh, while they're doing that, I like to ritual cast the tech magic from this movement. All right. Um, I need to tech magic. You do not get anything. Okay. Um, does anybody need healing? Um, I'm mostly okay now. Uh, I mean, and this will be active for the next ten minutes. Depending on, yeah, if we're holding it down for right now, I'll eventually need to rest up. Uh, Can I loot the uh, frog? Uh, yeah, roll me a uh, nature check. Ooh, good. Has an intelligence roll. <laughs> ah, that is a two for a one. For a one. Um, yeah, you take a bit of time looking. You know it doesn't have any uh any <laughs> yeah, any pockets, any sort of carrying valuables on it. You see, you it's see not, Sue. It doesn't have it, it doesn't have a purse, it doesn't have anything like that. You see Zook, uh, he's like grabbing onto the tentacle and he like flaps his wing a couple of times to pull it straight and he goes back over to like the edge by the body and he swings his sword down and the tentacle like wraps in again when he hits it instead of cutting and then he's like doing this for about 15 or 20 minutes so he gets a tentacle off of it. Oh my god. Yeah. You chop off some pieces that like look like maybe you think you could sell them. Um, they're not really nicely shaved off but you have like some chunks of uh, and put it in as chunks of Frogima. Mm. Can I try and harvest some of the frog human stomach acid? Oh, uh, yeah. You want to go back in there? Do you have something to carry it in? Uh, I didn't think of that. All right. You found a vial. You can do it. I don't have a vial. I said you found a vial. Oh, you can I do it. <laughs> it's the uh, first game. Very. While they're doing that, Dai's uh, <laughs> just going to start collecting the petals of this flower. Yeah, I, I would say I, I go over and I'm focused on helping Di, uh, kind of observing how they are collecting Di kind of looks at you and says, uh, I'm surprised as the hunter that you're not, um, and, and then kind of looks up at uh, Zook pulling the tentacle and failing to chop it and then pulling the tentacle. I, I feel like, um, well... You know, let's just let them do their thing. <laughs> that that's fair. I I appreciate that uh, others of the hunt take trophies, but uh, not not necessarily my style. And that we're in agreement is a ghastly, disgusting sort of thing. And as you guys are talking about like trophies, you glance over and you see that Zook's kind of like chewing on the tentacle at this <laughs> point. Like he was looking for a snack. And he's not a very bright bird. He's like eating it. Zook. 
as you're chewing on this tentacle, <laughs> your beak goes numb. Oh, it's one of those types of frogs. That's why the flowers are so nice. Oh. You know, Anastas is always talking about survival, this theory about survival of the fittest. And, and then you have people like Zook here that just seem to refute the entire concept. Zook, your tongue starts like lolling out the side of your beak. Yeah. Uh, like the like Ice Age first one with like the tongue on my beak. Was that um, able to get one vial? Yeah, you're able to get a vial. Um, what is your passive perception, Die and Hardy? Uh, my passive that perception is... is 13. Uh, 17. Thanks. Hardy, in the middle of this island while you're picking flowers, um, your eyes almost gloss over it, but it looks like there's something covered in, um, covered in moss and Slime and all of that. Uh, yeah, I I would definitely move towards it, kind of start brushing the the moss and dirt off of it to get a clearer look at what, what caught my eye. All right, you brush off the moss, moss and the dirt, and you see there is um, almost a chromatic. Not a pearlescent, not chromatic, a pearlescent looking uh, large sphere that, as somebody who um, has, you know, a bit of a relationship in nature, it seems like it might be an egg. I go Whoa. Uh, and like just water around it, it's, it's being held in there and buried in the murkiness in the center of the island. And it's just one? Just one. Yeah, I, I would uh, be like, yo, look at this. Yo. Yo. Uh, uh, that comes over and looks at it. <laughs> it kind of does that like hungry seagull hop. So like pop over. Mm-hmm. With your tongue half out. <laughs> yeah, with my tongue half oh. out. Um, well, uh, I'm guessing this belongs to that. I'm not over at the frog human. It really makes Most you think, like huh? to me. It's um, about the size of like a kickball. So, guys, what if we race it to be our best friend? Or, or it could be our dinner tonight. We can eat anything. Both of those <laughs> things seem questionable. Or, <laughs> or I'm sure somebody would pay a good amount of money for something like that. Get That's money true. anywhere, though, guys. Exactly. Get money or dinner anywhere with best friends. If there's one, there's maybe more. Can I start searching around the area to see if there's maybe another one? Yeah, roll me investigation. Zook, I like where your mind's at, but let me po- posit to you a query. <laughs> hey, Amanda. Uh, yeah, where, where would our best friends sleep? Once, once our best friend grows to uh, 
their full potential. Well, outside. In the city. This one didn't seem to mind. In this, in the, we're gonna bring him with us to the capital. Well, why not? He's little uh, right now. Yeah, right now, but it's gonna get kind of much more like that. Pointing back over the carcass. Yeah, would you not want that to be your best friend? Uh, I think that from what I know of creatures of the world, uh, when when they are wild and untamed, it, it, it doesn't really matter how much you enjoy them when they're small. All right. I was I'm on this, Team Edom. I was reading this documentary called Frogemoth King, and they're really <laughs> dangerous creatures. You, you don't want to have them as pets. All right, I can. I, can, I guess uh, I can support Team Eden. At this point, Zook, from nine on that tentacle, your eyes are starting to get like really droopy, like and your like, cheeks. Hey, Zook, is there stuff going on? Am I, am I, getting, am I getting fucked up? Like, it's like, not taking any damage. It's just. But no, like, do I feel like I'm getting like high? Like, down. am I like, am I like, my my in? Am I feeling <laughs> it, Mister Krabs? Yeah, it's like you got some sort of a palsy in your face and uh, your vision's swarming. Though you're not really feeling like you can't form thoughts. How about we eat him? I'm not getting any bad chances from eating this guy. I think it's a good idea to eat the egg, too. (laughs) I feel great. Pupils blown (laughs) wide, tongue out of his mouth. (laughs) Guys, guys, I'm great. Nothing it's fine. It's fine. So good. Uh, I'm gonna go over to uh, to Zook, and uh, I'm just going to touch my hand to his shoulder, and I'm just gonna say, uh, uh, "May Hyrium's light wash over you," and I'm gonna cast a lesser restoration. <laughs> right at that, uh, you feel not like super slowly, but slow enough that you can kind of feel a trace up your neck and from your mouth out. Uh, all the paralysis starts to disappear. The uh, colors around you start to get back to normal. You're able to see straight. It's um, it's nicer than it was seconds ago. Wait, is it nicer than it was, or is it less nice? <laughs> um, the way that you got its toxin, it's nicer. You're, you're, it was very uncomfortable. I look at the top, I look at the tentacle for a second, and then but I like, you didn't go, think about it, but your heart had started really racing. I go chop off the other three tentacles, I kind of I put them all together. I'm not eating it, but I'm holding them all together. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm like, we gotta, we gotta look into these. <laughs> I say, um, well, that's actually, I think, what the flowers do, but safer. Yeah, but this way it could be wilder. <laughs> Get it from the source, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Zook, the first one's free. <laughs> hey, that's what this is what my Nat one investigation check earned to me. Frog addiction. 
Okay. Seems about to go um, down a, a dark path. So you guys gather. Are you going to gather just the amount and also this ass that you're going to get a little more? I, I don't see why we sh- uh, shouldn't help to a little bit more. It looks like there's plenty of flowers. Yeah. yeah. So I thought we'd like, yes. take all like 85%. You definitely want to get a little bit more. Um, I can show you how to brew it just right. You just took 85% of the flower petals. No, Zook, Zook, when he hears you can brew it just right, he goes to 100. <laughs> he just scours this lovely yes. island for all the flowers. Yep. All right. It's just barren. It's barren. <laughs> you leave a bald island behind you as you guys. Uh, what do you want to do? Start making your way back? Uh, stop already and brew some stuff whatever what what's chasing you know the act of mating requires two participants so i think that we should probably leave just in case there was another one of these things lurking around that's a really good point also there's a lot of mud here and it kind of sucks there's lots of bugs yes i would like to be back on drier land in a better outfit all right, so you all make your way out of the swamp and back to the capital city, and that is where we will leave it for the day. When we hit the strawberries, uh, Die will flip back into their <laughs> normal outfit. Can I grab like one of the plants as a whole to try and grow it later? Yeah, you can. Um, We're gonna propagate, but uh, you get the idea that it's effects kind of depended on the fraud behemoth. Oh, and I'll say we also like, or at least Hardy kind of packaged up the the egg in her pack. These tentacles are like salmon wrapped, you know? Like I got the local newspaper and (laughs) they're wrapped in those now. (laughs) I mean, you have have the tentacles so you could keep dosing the plants if you take the plants with you. (laughs) All right, Jack, here's the plan. You grow the flowers. I'll figure out some of the tentacles. We'll be millionaires. And, and that's how we put adventuring yeah. and became opium dealers. I hope that's what the, the arc of this was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess now it is. Well, Greg got any frog. <laughs> <laughs> great session, Amanda. This is a lot of fun. Thank you. I normally like to have a little bit more prepared for a session, but I figured, you know, might as well go ahead. I'm happy we got to play it all. I know it's been a terrible one for you.